we just had a whole discussion about yeah. Of chores and yeah, that was that's that's a couples helping each other's chores thing, and I love to accept help, but I also like things done a certain way. And if you don't do it the way that I like, I'm just gonna have to go back and do it again. Do it the way I want. Well, no, Eric, we've talked about this. Me, me, I like it done a certain way. Eric, mommy's worked a hard, long day. Mm-hmm. But man, I work the same job, and I like to put it back a certain way. It makes sense. I like efficiency. Okay, Eric. Okay. Welcome back. It's Prophets of the Multiverse. I realized I was super guilty about like never saying that mm-hmm. and part of me was um, you clicked on it mm-hmm. but also I'm the person that listens to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll be like the fuck am I listening to again yeah. so anyway there it is prophets of the multiverse and all the existential dread we can eat <clears throat> oh, yeah. so we want to do a tiger update yeah, he's laying on our couch right now, not making a word. That little, so he's been screaming at me, right? Mm-hmm. I kept waiting for him to like drop a deuce or puke again because that morning bacon came up a chunk of it, I guess. Yeah, I can see it right there. Yeah, yeah, and it's in the litter pan, it's not like sitting out in the pile of puke, but uh, and so I kept. I, you know, my meal prep now is like several hours. It takes a couple hours. That's the price of healthy eating is not only money. I'm not really saving anything. I'm not saving time and I'm not saving money. That's the price of saving your blood sugar and your joints and your digestion. So whatever, whatever. So anyway, I was on like hour three and I was waiting for my loaded quiche to finish and putting together my Mediterranean bowl which is so pretty I'm really excited about it. and he's screaming non-stop and I'm like the upstairs neighbors are going to call Sarah McLaughlin god damn it if you don't stop heck and scream and so finally I sat down and he walked over on my lap still screaming but that's what he wanted was me to sit down so when I was finished I just turned Sherlock on from my phone put it on the TV and laid down and he cuddled with me quietly for an hour. Okay. Well, you had some health issues with him too. Yeah, he got fleas. Which um, I know it is icky, but apparently uh, somebody's vet told them that it's bad this year. And I'm like, really? And with COVID, we haven't had an exterminator. So that's something that we had to we had to put him back on flea medication. He's 19. So he's back on frontline. He hasn't been on flea medicine in over 15 years. He has not had fleas in a very long time. So we had to do the, you know, regular strategy. We got like, you know, the shampoo and the spray and the fucking, you know, put something in the vacuum cleaner and now we've got it you know 
We just now we just need to keep buying front line for yeah. the foreseeable future. Um, he, I think, I think he has random seizures. Yeah, I had it in the last couple of days. He hasn't had any for a few days, but he had. Um, so what had happened was he he was coming over. You were sitting in the recliner. I'm sitting in front of you on the floor, and I'm getting ready to get a shoulder rub. He horns in on that. Aggressively so. And he stopped just standing there, and then he started, like, squinting his eyes, and his eyelids were fluttering like he was smelling something bitter. And then he just started drooling, and he was stiff as a board. It was the second time that it happened, and it was like the second night in a row. So happened like Tuesday or something. Like it was like Tuesday night. This was, and the one I'm talking about <coughs> is Wednesday night, and uh, and I realized, oh shit, that's a seizure, just a mild, absent seizure, you know, absent seizure, whatever. Um, and so we decided to kind of sit on that knowledge and and now I remember he's had <clears throat> something like that before where he's been laying down and he's just been like sitting in a certain position I don't know why he's sitting in it and he starts drooling but he was you know his eyes were nearly closed that might have been a seizure so that's just something that we'll bring up to the vet but it's 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 um he goes to the box of his own accord i guess this like third dose of (coughs) third dose of antibiotic or whatever that we went through finally did it and aside from the errant you know oh god i gotta poop he goes and pees on his own that that's the screaming is that i don't understand uh what we're screaming about. So it was a surprise to me today that he really just wanted a lap. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. I will give you a lap, but I'm busy. So I got that taken, that all finished up, and then we had a cuddle. So he was screaming before we started. And like, we're having our little notebook powwow right before this, and he has, he's fallen asleep. Now he's asleep. Look at that. He just perked his little head, looked his little head up. Like, yeah, look at my cute little face. You can't even see where my eyes are at. Nice little chip. I did bring him over here to try and have him do it for checking. He wasn't having it. No, not having it at all. <coughs> so, I mean, I, I know if I take him to the vet and be like, hey, I think he's having seizures, they'll probably be like, <clears throat> I think you're right. And also, he's 19. You know, uh, this vet is really good and also I know that if I take him in and say it's time I won't get an argument so I really need to make this judgment call myself you know take your time but he he's got a really good quality of life you know he, he gets good food and you know he's he runs from the box he you know it's like he's running from a relationship. Running from an ex, you know? And 
So, I mean, he still kind of scampers to the bowl, you know, curls up, and he's social. He wasn't really social the last time he wasn't feeling well, so now I see that at his age, what the difference is. So, I mean, he still has a really good quality of life right now. Whenever I sit down in the chair, I'll pull one up to my lap. You know, it's really great watching him try to bounce back and forth between us. And we're a little wobbly, and we need a little bit of help, but not a lot. Um, but if you're sitting down and you want to eat. Okay, it's one. And he, he doesn't let you. <coughs> he wants to scream that. So, I have to sit on the sofa and then he'll come and sit on my lap. And then realize he's been bamboozled, he'll, you know, bounce back and forth. So, yep, that's the tiger update. Is there anything to add? love him so much. Mm -hmm. He's my glass baby and at the same time Jesus Christ, he's the administrator. I mean, he hasn't been there with us for a long time. He's been independent. Yeah, yeah. He, he used to really rely on going to bed with us, going wherever we're going. And, uh, and now he very much likes to stay out there. Out here in the living room. Where his, you know, where he likes to be. Yeah. And that's a good sign that, you know, he's somewhat feline independent, but still social with us. So, good quality of life right now. It's a big plus. Yeah. It's good news for the boy. All right. It is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, you wanted to talk about where we've been, what's been happening, because we haven't been on since... May. Really? Well, yeah. Well, let me explain why. Oh, Memorial Day. It seems like it's been so much longer. Like everyone else out there, I'm, I'm sure you've probably all been through both the same thing as we have. Mm. If not worse. Um, <clears throat> we are contractors. And because of various things involving COVID-19, mm -hmm. our jobs have been on a month-to-month -month basis. We... Yeah, we've been on a waiting shopping block. There were there were jobs that that got cut right away, and then there were jobs that you know have been kind of feeling it out, mm -hmm. and there are jobs that just recently got cut away. A and, large amount of people. And we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, with everything going on, we haven't been normal both of us mm. and I don't think it was very healthy for us to be on the air I can yeah. tell you guys it's it was a roll it's been a, it's been May June July August, August now it's September. September five months it's been a five month roller coaster ride we find out we extended at the end of at the end of whatever okay so so we stopped recording Memorial Day <clears throat> Two weeks later, we got an email saying, hey. We, we find out, like, the day before that we were going to be, like, they no, were going to let us go. It was a week before. It was a week before? We yeah. found Okay, we found out, like, a week before they were going to have to let us go that Friday in May. Okay? Due to lack of funding because of uh, COVID. COVID, and then there weren't a lot of people. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And then at the very last minute, <clears throat> they changed their mind and decided to, you know, go month by month and feel it out. Uh, so here's how it works usually. Uh, for, for me, anyway. The first two weeks of the month, I feel relief and feel partying and I feel happy. And then as time goes on, I get like, uh, okay, we haven't heard anything yet. You know, this is good news. Okay. Then, then the fourth, and then the fourth week, why haven't we heard anything? Yeah, yeah. And then usually the Friday before the last week, we hear we got an extension. We've been approved for one more month. And then we go through the same goddamn ride all right. over again. Um, I processed it <clears throat> differently. Uh, June, it was hard for me to get back on <clears throat> the give a fuck train, but. Somehow I did. I don't know. Um, July was okay. Um, you know what? July wasn't okay. Never mind. I recall. That's the price of blocking shit. That's yeah. that's part of my crap is I will just block shit out. Um, I, like, it changed my biology. Yeah. The stress of it. And I, I believe that's when my fuse popped. Um, and when we got our extension at the end of July, August, I no longer gave a fuck. I came in, I showed up, I did my best, you know. And they were t we were told August is going to be a tough month to get an extension for, and we got it, and we're kind of like, we're pleased. Well, I just, uh, I didn't carry around the same, I, I, I blew my fuse, and I just didn't give a fuck in mm -hmm. August. You know, but like I said, I showed up, I did my job, I gave a fuck, I just, I didn't carry it around with me like that. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of August, they made a financial decision, and we lost uh, a lot of coworkers. Yes, we found out, actually, oh, let's be honest here, not this past Friday, but the Friday before. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's been seven days. Just in time for Labor Day, uh, and... At the same time when a lot of airlines and hotels and, I don't know, did I see on the news, basically Las Vegas <clears throat> laid everybody off. Okay, I'm going to give some details and not be very uh, specific. Um, you don't have to be specific at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They laid off over half our workforce. It was, it was, was anywhere on, from 50 to 60%. And it was based on, people took their jobs based on seniority. They went by seniority, yeah. Uh, I had survivor's guilt. Yeah, that's the thing. And what's worse is the very night, the they did was they had people come in, meet their bosses individually. Mm hmm. Everyone. Yeah. So you walked in. <laughs> yeah. Pop panting here. Yeah. Uh, and you couldn't tell by the facial expression whether they got cut or whether they. I, I don't know how. You know what? It's um your your team <clears throat> of all older people who are a lot more professional. Yeah. It went a whole lot different. My team was comprised of a lot of people that m did not make the cut. They had not been there as long, and they were a lot of people in their younger twenties. They didn't give a fuck. And I don't know was this their first layoff? Because this was my third. So I just didn't have a lot of tears for it. It was just stress. This is the first time for me. 
Even that sucks. I, even though I wasn't, I wasn't laid off. But I mean... No, uh, but you still went through it. Yeah, I went through it. I, I think that's something that it's easy for people to process. I got laid off, and they understand that. But we still went through it. Now, let's be clear. This is the toughest part. Yeah. All people that went off because they worked the entire day. Yeah. It, you, I, I think that some people were... <clears throat> if you weren't being a shit about it, then they would go ahead and let you leave early and not count it as a quit. And you mm. could still apply for your unemployment. A lot of people did not want to take that chance because they just signed their paperwork to get laid off. Mm. I wouldn't trust it either. I yeah. would have stayed the whole day. But nobody... <clears throat> Nobody did anything. Yeah. I, I just I couldn't concentrate. I, I, I really like pulled work and was going to give it a concerted effort. And all I could do is just stare at it. I did a lot of like sorting <coughs> of my own shit. I did not manage anything. And, and no one expected you to work. How could you work? I, I know. I, I was <clears throat> super happy to try to get back to work. And anyway... Um, and some people stuck around and were just super angry and kind of made it hard on everybody else. People that we had problems not wearing masks didn't wear masks. And it was just a fucking shit show. And to be honest, I, I, I tried to work. I kept looking at the guy to my right who got laid off. Yeah. He worked. <coughs> Tell he was pissed off. Very giving man. Always gave me candy. A, a war veteran. <coughs> okay, we'll try that here. Uh, you had a friend who was deaf mm -hmm. and lost his job. Mm -hmm. And. That's a whole thing that isn't appropriate for podcasts. Okay. I don't mind talking about him at all. Um, <clears throat> but there's a lot more to that. Okay, but here's the point I'm saying. But the point is that we lost, you know, my friend uh, that got laid off showed up religiously. Yeah, they were hard And worked yes. religiously. That's what, was, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, uh, your friend... Does not need to be named. <laughs> yeah. Um, your friend that got laid off. Okay, so it was your, like, you know, oh, deskmate's a good word. Mm -hmm. um, mine should have been a deskmate because I was the only one that signed. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. He worked um, all the time. Both he worked all the time. time. Well, and your deskmate knew everything about mm. everything that you guys did. So, if they wanted to change you guys up, he still knew what was going on. Very giving, very nice guy. Never yeah. had a bad word to say about anybody. Yeah. The, um, my deskmate that they let go, very social, very nice to everybody, and really just didn't deserve. I mean, but that's the nature of a layoff. I don't know anybody that, well, there's a few people I think deserved it. That they didn't want to be there. They were just waiting to be fired in some capacity. And COVID happened to do it for them. And, that's, and the sad part is it's based on seniority. And normally I would not be against that. But there are people there that worked. I don't want to say they worked faster than me and more productive. And that's just not fair shit at all. You know, um, in July when I blew my fuse, <coughs> I 
my cycle was late two weeks, which oh, apparently man. was happening a lot to other women I talked to. That was just, that's stress. Mm -hmm. Stress releases hormones and your body runs on hormones. It's the ethereal gas that we run on. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I, I just, and my quality suffered no matter how hard I tried. And I finally had to tell them, I need you to stop checking me. And they're like, oh, we can try more. And I was like, look, if I cannot make this number, why do I want to keep adding to the poor quality of it? Stop it. Just stop it. Mm. And they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, for real. I'm not fucking about. You know, everyone can tell, everyone just gave me a wiper. <clears throat> which I'm always glad about. Also, I know that's when my issues are probably projecting pretty hardcore is when everybody leaves me alone. So... Um, in August, my numbers came back up, but it was just August. It was, we had really been suffering with trying to get by with, we lost two, three people every week. Mm -hmm. People would just, fuck they're, this, I can't do it. They're tired on you. Or people had already found another job, you know, waiting to hear about an extension and they're like mm, you know what I just I don't need this and I have another job but I'm gonna go ahead and go and that's fine so that we lost that many people on a continual basis because of this and then still had to let go so many I'll, whoa I'll be honest with this mm -hmm. the day we found out and you know this yeah the day we found out while uh, we were keeping our jobs I got offered a job yeah. You know, and that's another two different way <clears throat> that we deal with it is that, and we discussed this, there's going to be no end of shit ass, on your feet, high contact jobs that will hire me in a fucking hot second. But the they want me to be available. The benefits won't be awesome. Like I said, high contact. And you got a probationary period too with the benefits. Well, sure. You always that's everywhere because yeah. Uh, yeah, Missouri is a higher will state. They mm. they don't have to keep you for fucking shit. So there's any number of shit ass fucking essential jobs out there that you know will hire me in a second. But they don't want to take an application in advance and then wait and see how you feel or what you think or what's going on in your life. However, the job. So I didn't apply. I tried. When we were, you know, in quarantine, mm -hmm. when we thought this was going to burn out. So I didn't apply. I've just been waiting and watching. Because as soon as this thing was going to come down, I was going to be like, on Indeed, hit because of COVID button, and then just run, right? Well, but well, you've well. been applying this whole time. Let me ask you, what do you think of Indeed? I like it a lot. I like it. I keep it. It's very even if I don't log on to it when something changes and my resume changes, I I'll go you in. You can easily apply for jobs like that with a click on the resume. Um, <coughs> you know the job I'm at right now came to me through Indeed. Mm -hmm. Is how I found it. They it's contacted me. It's not plugged for Indeed. They're not endorsing us. Yeah, we we have no endorsement. So yeah. if I go on like a a pants gushy speech and I might about pilot pens it's because I legit love pilot pens uh, we have no sponsorship right now this is for the love of a game as they say anyway well, although Tuesday morning if you're interested you know what nobody can do anything 
Nobody can do anything now. It's all for the love of the game. Yeah. So anyway, that is the craziness of our update. Yeah. Um, I know that when we... Another thing about August was I quit trying to keep up on appointments. Yeah. And that's something I've been furiously doing is every month I would have, I, you know, I need to get this appointment out of the way. I need to get this appointment out of the way. You know, I needed to go to my doctor for refills. I need to go ahead and schedule my dentist appointment and things like that. And so, I mean, it seemed like every single fucking week I was needing to do something that was out of routine. <coughs> he got his license done early because I didn't want us to be caught in the lurch and then not have a license on on file for the lease <coughs> for the Tiger Boy. Um, and when this came down and we didn't know they were, we didn't know what they were going to do. We just knew that somebody was going to lose their job. I was like, we need to go out and get our flu shot now. Um, and I get one every week if I thought it helped because I'm just not super excited about that this year. Yeah. So, which I've never been super excited about it, but, so we got our flu shots. Um, I got, I had to make a special trip to get a prescription for certain medications. I got my regular medication filled, you know. You started a new medicine? Mm-hmm. Unless I'm relaxed because... It's a non-controlled substance, but yes. Yes. And let's clarify one thing with the, uh, the cuts. It includes not just... About the what? About the, lay- the layoffs. It may include not just people like us. It includes supervisors and higher-ups, too. Yeah. 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 There was no, a lot of crying was... that day. There, people came in just to cry. People that would normally that were normally out, <coughs> people came in just to to see who was getting cut, to see if they were getting cut. It was crazy. And we thought we were going to be working a different shift this week, and that was not the case. Yeah. Thank God, social distancing. I mean, I. I'm doing a little dance. A little boogie woogie. Yeah. yeah. I um. <coughs> I'm not disappointed at all. In your mind. Nobody's disappointed, I don't think. Nobody, no. nobody went, oh, darn, I really... I think one person was like, oh, I really want to go to... Then fucking go to that other shift. You can't apply for it. Yeah, before 4.30 in the morning. Actually, no, you can't apply for it right now. It's the close only. Oh, my God. <coughs> but that's that. <sighs> so that's the update, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Amy. I want to apologize first off. Uh, pollen season is kicking my ass right now. It's, yeah. <coughs> my eyes are itchy. And uh, <coughs> I'm drinking Coke in the Coke boss, making the mind of its making the uh, step dents and what have you. From the, the what? You hear that little dent snaps one for a while. Well, yeah. and this is, you know, the on location sound of the dining room table. Mm-hmm. So. <coughs> it's for authenticity. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to move on to family matters. Yeah. With all this wonderful bullshit happening on our, our in our life, professional mm-hmm. life, I'm also dealing with the fact of my mother and father being very sick. That's that's still a thing. You. They're still alive. Both kicking. 
And, but I mean, you're still dealing with the. Yeah, and um, my brother is terminally ill. Now, this is an older brother. How much older is he? Twenty-one years. So that puts him. Sixties. No. Cancer. No. Lung. Oh, was it lung? Okay. Yeah. Stepbrother, I should say. Um, so basically, it's the whole two months of July and August. I was in fuel Auschwitz, a zombie. I was numb. Uh, stress consumed my life toward the damage to my body, I think. Hence the muscle relaxers. Yes. You were carrying a lot. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> I haven't eaten as much. I slept a lot more. My drinking has been the same, but it hasn't been it hasn't gotten worse. It hasn't gotten no, I really haven't noticed a change in your drinking. No, I do it for relaxation, but I've been sleeping a lot more. Uh, I do see my psychiatrist still every time I need to. Uh, <clears throat> it's been very, very frustrating. Uh, there have been days, and you know this, where I have dropping headaches at work. Mm hmm. My eyes are bugging me. Mm -hmm. um, we've had a relaxed attendance policy, and I'll be honest with you. Um, it's been a blessing. Yeah, well, ends ends this week. That's fine. Yeah, excuse me. Honestly, I was going to quit feeling so uh, essential <coughs> with the continued relaxed attendance policy, but at the same time, I really had to blow off some steam. But I, I, I think I've blo I need to blow off a lot more. I took a lot more off. I think I was off one day a week. Look, I don't know that I've worked a full week, but once or twice since May. Maybe yeah. maybe since this all started in March. Because yeah, I was going to say, I think I worked maybe four days a week since July. Yeah. And, I mean, but we've been, you know, early out, work half a shift, <coughs> or just straight up call out, cannot deal with this. Um, and I'll be honest, I haven't been eating right. I would eat frozen pizzas. I would eat something quick and easily make. It's the first time Sunday and Saturday dinners, you know. Yeah. Saturday, depending on how we feel about finances, we usually go out. Yeah. Or, I should say, order food, and then you go out and get it. Um, but, um, but, and Sundays, we cook at home. We cook yeah. real food. But I, I was a mess. And um, this past, the past, three weeks ago, was the, well, no, two weeks ago was the, was the, uh, was the pinnacle. And that was the week when everyone got fired. And we didn't know anything was going on. They didn't tell. 
They usually tell us a look ahead of time what's going on. We did not know. It was crickets. Yes. That Friday, so it's been this past week <clears throat> that it turned September. The week before was like that Friday, everyone that got let go, let go. Um, so the week before that Friday. Yeah. Um, it, was the week of, no, it was the week of that Friday. It was the 18th. Yeah. The Friday of, nope, nope, that's the wrong calendar. Hold on. This is it. My okay, the twenty first. Yeah, it's the twenty first. So that Friday, the, we were all waiting to hear something because that was. But they ended the extension. Well, the extension ended the next week. Yeah, no, the extension ended the next day. The extension ended on the 29th. Okay, so it was the twenty. It was the twenty first. We were talking the Friday before. The okay. Friday of that week before, we usually had heard something. Yeah. And it was crickets. And then <clears throat> that Monday came around, crickets. Yeah, we had email saying we still have not heard anything yet. Yeah. So that Wednesday, the 27th, I had had enough. It was about 5 o'clock. I sent an email to my bosses who've been very understanding during this whole thing. And I'll say that's word for word. <laughs> Guys, I hate to tell you, I don't know how to tell you this. I feel like Dark Helmet. I feel like I feel like we're, 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 we've been space balls for the last month and a half. We've been going ludicrous speed. Mm-hmm. And I'm Dark Helmet after we after we gone plaid. Did we stop? Great. Smoking, we got him. <laughs> I'm the guy that pulled out of the rubble with the fucking with the fucking smash. Trash can lid of a helmet. Yeah. I'm going home. I don't want any time off. I don't want any paid time off. I didn't care. Yeah. Um, I was an emotional wreck. I'm surprised that my hair, none of my hair is all white. <clears throat> There's nothing I can do but hope and go on. I wrote a letter that I have not mailed to my brother expressing how I felt about him because he wasn't a very nice guy to me. Mm-hmm. That was um, some closure that was directed by your family yeah. in waiting to hear about this terminal illness, which is still terminal. Yes. So. And he's not taking any medication or anybody's advice, so he wants to... He's just going out au naturel, right? Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Taking a swig of Coke Zero, not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, Coke Zero. <clears throat> <clears throat> my dad is still the same. My mom is still the same. She's feeling a little better. Uh, she called me on Friday. Uh, Which Friday? We've talked about three different Fridays now. This past Friday. Okay, a couple days ago. Escapes me at the moment I hadn't talked to him in so long. Okay. <clears throat> but he was almost dad's age. And I still worry about mom. <clears throat> Top of the with her own son dying of cancer. 
can't go down to see them. I could if I wanted to, but it's not safe. Yeah. It's like, you know, I've seen the pictures of fucking Delta with the people in the mask. They're not socially distant. No. They're not. They were, I think they were almost on top of each other's shoulders. Well, didn't they? Didn't every airline, like, have a ton of layoffs? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's all you need to great. That's all you need to hear right now. I'm your pilot, Judy. I'm graduating from Community College, Air School. Candy College? Community College. Oh. Air School. I have 50 hours of <laughs> training. Well, I mean, the last thing that we need are people that are in zombie survival, survival guilt mode. You know. <coughs> Hold on to your butts. The last thing we need is an episode of Airplane on an airplane. Right. <laughs> uh, can I ask some questions? Is, there, is anyone going to fly a plane here on this, on this airline? What's up? Nothing. I just, these little notifications. And uh, I'm sure that little chirp noise will come up. Because my phone crashed like a week before we found out if we were going to keep our jobs or not. My phone died, mm-hmm. and and it was the L, it was the screen, the LCD screen that went out, and they were like, "Oh, what'd you do to, you know, did you drop it?" And I'm like, "No, I, I didn't drop it. I want to go. Can you fucking tell I never dropped this thing?" And but I after <coughs> telling <coughs> after telling enough people what happened and them telling me what was actually the problem, I recall I was I had my bullet journal on my phone out in the kitchen. I was putting mugs away and this giant mug slipped from my hands. I was having a really bad arthritis day. Slipped from my hands literally an inch. Okay? And landed on my phone. And it was fine. It was fine. It was starting to suck up a little more power and that was the screen getting ready to fritz out. But I didn't know it. And I hit the button to restart it. To restart it. And uh, it just didn't come back. It didn't come back. It went down the well and didn't come back. Okay. Can I make one little plea too? But this this is what I learned. From, this is what I learned from what my uh, COVID nineteen experience. And this goes up to people who work at Grubhub, Postmates, and Uber Eats. Stop leaving food at random doors. Yes. Stop. If you go into an apartment door, food, please don't. Just please not, just don't leave it. Don't leave it on top. Outside the apartment door, building door. We started coming into the building at night and seeing an order of food. So a drink with a lid um, and and a bag with food. And nobody would pick it up. And so I called the uh, apartment building manager. I'm like, hey, what... What is this? And she's like, oh, somebody probably just got the order wrong or whatever. And I'm like, great. What are we going to do about it? Because, I mean, honestly, that should be the apartment complex calling that person or, you know, calling that restaurant to take it up with whoever the fuck driver they were using with whatever service and be like, please don't do that. And she's, uh, instead, she was like, oh, well, you can just throw it away. And I wanted to go, I pay rent so I don't have to maintain this building. You throw it away. However, 
She picked up on that vibe. Wouldn't be the first time I've screamed at her. I wouldn't say you screamed at her either. I've screamed. I've do a heckin' scrim. Um, anyway. Scrim. Scrim. Heckin' scrim. Um, so thankfully she picked up on that. And it happened a couple more times. Um, this last one was a Pizza Hut order. So basically, I, I don't know if this was a dude that couldn't find the place and just left it there like they do Amazon orders. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody had already requested a reorder of food. Because that happened to us with Chipotle. We ordered Chipotle. We love Chipotle. Well, yeah. And uh, we ordered Chipotle. And so I'm watching. It's 30 minutes. It's an hour. It's an hour and a half. And so I log on. I look at the little map. And I see where, you know, this driver has, you know, gone to this little squiggly line that's this location. And this little jaunt that's over here to where our general building is. And then this huge arc across the town to somewhere on the edge of the greater metropolitan area. And I'm like, did this guy go home? This guy went home. I'm not sure if we actually covered this or not. I don't know when it happened. So, I had to call the place and be like, hey, does this, I think I know where this driver lives now. Because he just straight up went home and didn't log off the system. And, and I, they're like, oh, you never, you know, got, I was like, no, I never got our order. And I was like, and I don't want it. I, wherever it's at. No, thank you. I was like, so I never got it, and I can see on the map where he just went home. <sighs> so we just really don't do door service anymore. We just go pick it up. You go pick it up, actually. Yeah, because I get kind of antsy. You get antsy, and you get all weird about wanting to go out and do stuff. And I don't get weird. I get happy. Look, it's weird to me, because I'm a hermit crab. I get happy feet. Is that better? I'm a hermit crab. Everybody knows this. So it's weird to me. I'm. We had this talk. If I was a princess, and they're like, "You need to stay in the castle." Fuck yeah, I'm staying in the castle. I don't want to go outside. Fuck you, no. I'm a frog. I go out with the holders. That gold ball would be gone. Talking frog, it's yours now. You piece of shit. I don't want it. I'll get another one. My father's the king, and this is my home. I'm gonna go back to the library. Screw all of you. Honestly. Honestly. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> hear ye, fuck you. Let me stay inside the castle. Hear ye, fuck you. You know what? That's the title. <laughs> okay. That's the episode title. Are we ready to move on? Yep. Okay. talk about writing, right, yeah. Amy? Yes. Well. Uh, um, can I ask what that what that is in your journal? I was taking notes about... No, no, no. I'm, I'm fine. You have a cartoon that looks like Charlie Brown. That's my character. Oh. That's cute. Yeah. Someone. Someone. Okay, so... 
There's a lot to cover on writing. Where do you want to start? You go first. Oh, shit. Okay, so where do you want to start? <coughs> I don't want to start with you. You said you were having some issues. Oh, okay. So I pretty much... My writer's... <coughs> angst, block, abandonment, shit. Yeah. Um... I, I just purged a whole bunch of shit. Um, I unsubscribed to a lot of podcasts, um, emails, boards I'm following. I just didn't want to see it anymore. Facebook. Well, I quit Facebook for a different reason. Yeah, COVID. More or less. Yeah. Um. But I didn't want to hear podcasts about it. I didn't want to read everything. I have a huge bag of things that I had printouts of, um, papers, ideas, uh, a giant bag of this stuff. I got tired of looking at it and I stuck it in storage. And I just stopped thinking about it for a while. And then it came down to Nano this year. And I don't know why, in the middle of all these terrible things I've been feeling about writing, of course I'm going to do Nano. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. So, that means also Writetober. Which, next month is Inktober, and then writers do Writetober, so... No, October is Wrighttober. What's the one saying October? It's the same month. It's Tober. It's October. Okay. But artists do Inktober. You know, every everybody is taking like October to do something. Um, and that's a a write every day challenge, like Nano, but there's no pressure to like have a fifty thousand word output. You know what I mean? There's no 50,000 word finished thing. This is just a little write every day thing. Um, and I had some, I had an idea of what I wanted to do with it. But then I was like, of course I want to do nano, but what am I going to do? Well, now getting back in <coughs> thinking about what I want to do, here comes the monster of why am I fucking with this? Why am I fucking with this? And I don't even know what to tell myself anymore. I don't know. I don't know. It's all very confusing and upsetting. And I've been feeling this way for a long time, so I know it's not a phase or hormonal or, you know, part of a depressive mood or, you know, come down from a manic or... This is just a thing. I don't know where to put it. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And that's that's probably the worst part. Is I'm not worried about the feeling bad when I get in those moods. I'm not worried about that. I don't know how to remedy it. There is no... There is no solution. There's no solution. That's what drives me bananas. 
the solution is to just just write because you enjoy it. Well, of course. And I just, I kind of came to the realization that, and we talked about this last night, that it was my, my way to feel that somebody was listening. Somebody. Somebody would want to listen. And it's just not true. It's not true. Nobody gives a fuck. And that was my, like, one salve against the nobody gives a fuck part of the world. I, I, and, I, and I'm done talking about why I don't have what I want anymore. Okay. I, you know, it's life decisions. It's decisions that I was born into. Decisions that I made. Whatever. It is what it is. And it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. So I don't know. I, I there, There's just no point. I'm not even going to try to get published anymore. I think that part's over for me. It's done. trying debating with you for well what's the debate what's the debate this is interesting <clears throat> now this is interesting what's the debate you mean if you do because you enjoy it well just like masturbating you just don't enjoy it anymore you know what I it's not that I don't enjoy it mm-hmm. I still once in a while I get an idea and I and I want to play. I um I don't I don't know. I this was my one big dream. This was my last big dream. This was the one thing I was never gonna give up on. So I, uh, sure, I can do anything I want for fun. Anybody can do anything they want for fun. Cool. (coughs) I guess. If that's what it wants to be is closed. I don't know. Sure, I guess. I don't know. It's like I can't bring myself to look at it. I get it. And I don't understand why. And I told you last night. When I got fired from a job uh, looking for a weekly newspaper here, my boss made me destroy me so much. You know, you, um, I don't know what's worse, that you actually got to go 
to college for writing, that you actually got to have writing jobs and be published in the newspaper. And, and now you feel like, now, you feel like, how do you feel about writing now? I still want to do it, but it burns me out. So, what's worse? I've never. The worst is being told. tired of hearing it from everybody except people that would read my work. And I got told this from staff members who tried to help me out and stuff. I got told when I got hired on to that job or when I left that other job there because some people from the job so you write great stuff. That's kind of it's it's a I'm not angry. I don't feel like I've wasted my life. Um I just wish I knew the solution. The solution is not clear. Yeah. That's the worst. If it was a yeah, it's time to give up and be done and you're never going to do this again or look at it again and that's just going to be the way it is. It wouldn't be the first time I've done that. I went through a period like this in my 20s where I just like, you know what, this this isn't meant to be and I put it down for a long time and I just left it and then it slowly started coming back to me and it came back and came back and then it just let, lit up yeah. and it was like a, a new kind of door had unlocked. And, and mainly that's why I had wanted to be read so bad was that I wanted some actual feedback <coughs> to improve, improve my craft and blah, blah, blah. But nobody ever has anything to feed back. Either it's not what they're looking for or they don't have feedback. They just don't have feedback. And so I'm like, I, I don't want to, I'm tired, I'm tired of hearing how good I am from people that can't do anything. You know what I mean? So you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, so there's just no point if I'm going to write and absolutely nobody's going to see it but me okay. the fuck am I doing this for I mean there's only so far that we've had and we've talked about this a lot it's only so far you can get with a full-time job, you know, it's only so far you can go. Yeah. And that's where we're talking about filing this life dream away is under hobby. I get it. I get it. What? I don't know. Look, you're staring at something. No, I'm, uh, I guess I'm angry. Yeah. And I don't know who to be angry at. And if 
I should be angry at myself, that would be that would be a lot clearer. But this is just the way the shit falls. This is this is this falls under what were the chances? The same hill that we're talking about. Right. But what were the chances ever? Thomas Gunn and a lot of freedom officers did not have her indications. They were the experiments. We don't live in that kind of time anymore. No, we don't. Capitalism has eaten up. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Um. We just. We were born too late. Yeah. We were born the wrong century. We should have been born the 40s. The 30s. That's decade. Yeah. I think you had it right the first time. I think we're born in the wrong century. But oh no, I'm glad we're born in the right century. I couldn't handle, you know, no. Yeah, at least plumbing. we didn't have to live through a plague. Indoor plumbing, you know. But I mean, I um, I I would love to be okay with writing for myself. I I would love for that to just be okay. I'm extremely frustrated that it's not. Yeah. I I just you know, it feels like I'm just accepting another failure. One more defeat. It's not a defeat. You're still pregnant. This is all part of you, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, before we go on to the next segment, which is about bonding. Oh, you didn't want to talk any more about writing? What are you doing for Nano? Well, I want to break it off with him. But, um, yeah. Let me ask you a question before we break it off and take us do you ever have voices in your head define the voices telling you what to do providing doubts what have you the voices in your conscience telling you hey what are you doing hey I thought that's what I was talking about the whole time okay am I not talking about that well yeah yes you are I want to make sure we're on the same page here because this is what I'm talking about. But what did you think I meant? I don't feel like there's an exterior... First of all, there's no exterior voice. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Second of all, this feeling is organic to myself. Yeah. So any voice I hear is myself of organic experience. And I firmly believe this is probably a byproduct of all the life changes that I've experienced. I went through a real rough patch. And I believe that altered me. Chemically. Yeah. Which happens. That's a thing. And I just haven't been right since. I'm not the same. Whenever I have... Actually, not whenever. All the time. Imagination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's spread doubts. Okay. They, they 
shout and bounce about my life and uh, question everything I do. And I think this is all part of my creative mind. You can look at me with skepticism. No, I um, I'm not skeptical at all. I, I created like a whole world of ridership that I deal with that I'm probably going to revisit and hash out Nano. Honestly, that's going to be that I, I changed the title of my Nano project to Murder the Unicorn. Okay. Because I'm going to kill this dream. Okay. And I know it's fucking ironic writing about killing the writing dream. Now, but I'm going to murder this unicorn. <clears throat> I'll be honest. This is my smile. Okay. You know I've been watching a lot of Smallville on, on Hulu lately. Which I detest. When we get out of that, I want to talk about something else. When we get onto the... One of my voices is Lex Luthor's, Lex Luthor's father. Well, sure. And it's... Doubts about everything. My life, my relationships, what have you. I know that I know I know that that they're, they're just false doubts. If okay. they're they're true, I poured them out to the whole fucking world. Uh, and I would talk about this with my psychiatrist. Great detail. The voices. Okay. Imagination. Yeah. Imagination is a lot. So I thought, what would happen if those voices came out? Stab them. Split well, person. that's a different problem, split isn't it? The personality. Yeah. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. And I started looking up dissociative identity disorder. Disassociative. Yes. Yes. Thank you, most only one. <laughs> I love you for that. You know I'm obviously. You know how to say the word. We can't broadcast my poopy face. I'm being serious, right? I know. Split multiple personality disorder. Caused by severe trauma. And I was imagining a character. You saw me draw here. He looks like Charlie Brown. He do. And the iron name is his name, his name is Charlie. Nice. Solid. He has three voices in his head that became his personalities. Okay. Uh, Charlie is a college graduate. Was a forensic scientist for Philadelphia PD. Uh huh. I just started with that. I don't know how we'll get to that. This is your nano idea. Yes. Okay. So this is your Nano Remo 2020 project. Yes. When did you come up with this idea? I've been thinking about it for quite some time. What's quite some time? Okay. 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 Because what happened is That's me realizing that you you have looked at this stuff up. Because, you know, and uh, what would happen if these voices came out and came true? It's kind of like that movie with Ryan Reynolds. The Voices? Yes. I love that movie. It's such a good movie. You have Charlie and three uh Personalities. Charlie, well educated, methodical scientist. Uh, he's 
who works hard to get ahead. Um, his other one, I split one, one person down is Tommy Lanier, a boy. Second personality, Sergeant Edwards, an army drill sergeant. Who's his, his primary? Charlie is himself all the time? Yeah. Okay. His third is Eli, a psychotic murderer. Whoa. Who kills people that escape the law. Okay. This is Dexter. Yeah. And that's what I have so far. I started looking up while you were asleep before. My little cat nap? My yeah, little not slept a lot. We're in the same boat. You slept more. Uh... I started looking at the symptoms for um, multiple personality disorder. Mm -hmm. uh, it usually has, um, it usually dealt with some severe trauma or in, or in my own life. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I watched some news clippings of one lady in England. She wrote a book. She has like over 20 personalities. What? Alright. Daughter comes up, talk to her, one personality comes out. Mm -hmm, okay. The rest of us just call those masks. <clears throat> well, maybe for Halloween she does. I don't know. Um, no, I, I legit, I have to treat people differently. I can't just treat them, oh yeah, I'm going to get on that tirade here in a bit. And, uh, Another reason why I thought about doing this now is because stress triggers the uh, change. Mm -hmm. And I can deal with a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've told you this, but uh, when I'm wearing the mask at work, sometimes I talk to myself. Um, I have news for you. I know about that all the time. You do it a lot. That's why I just ask sometimes, hey, what's going on over there? I just want to know what's going on, that's all. There's a party going on in the seat next to me. Hey. Yo. Hello, party? I've been doing that since I was a little kid. So I really had that many friends. Uh, I get it. I'm in my head a lot. I'm mystified by people that don't enjoy it. I used to get one time when I go to the beach and I talk to myself in my head and I look at the people in my head. Mm hmm looks the other people look at me. Look at me. Mm -hmm. You know, look like he's jerking off in the water. It, uh, it drove. You know what? I, I, I believe I used to pretend like that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And it got so that <clears throat> I, I just keep it all in my, it's all in my head. I can zone out and live a whole nother life in a night. Just in imagination land. And my mother hated it. If I was too quiet and I was gone, you know, doing something else, enjoying imagination land because reality sucks fucking balls. 
and she hated it. Yeah. I mean, clear up to her death. And I'm just like, <coughs> like, can you not let me have this, this thing? Can you not let me have, like, my mind? And I'll be honest, um, it's refreshing, it's, it's refreshing to know hmm. that, and I end this all the time, my doctor kind of confirmed this, everything oh. going on in your head is false. Everything you hear saying to each other is false. Okay. Right. Okay. Like false as in Shakespearean false untrue or false as in, I mean, what? There's no fact behind what. You're yeah, saying. you're just, yeah. that's neurons. Yeah. You're having feels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So whatever doubts I have, it's all there are doubts. Okay. What? You don't agree with that? No, I just, uh, it's not that I don't agree with it. I mean, especially if you have particularly negative imagination. Uh, it's just where, where do you put your facts? If you don't put them in your brain. Where do you put your facts outside for what you know? Okay. I, I don't put anything outside for everyone to know, I guess. I just don't. Nobody wants to hear that shit. So, what you were talking about? Yeah. Uh, I was talking about talking to myself and... Uh-huh. I always wondered if at a certain Where point... Where we're storing facts. Yeah, okay. we're facts, yes. All right. When do the voices take over? This is for your character. Yeah. Okay. What? When do the voices take over the body? For your character? Yes. Okay. And I'm thinking, I haven't thought that far ahead. Uh-huh. I'm thinking maybe some kind of grizzly mother turns back to his childhood. Huh. And I named him Charlie because my dad's name is Charlie. Hmm. I said Philadelphia PD because he grew up in Philadelphia. Fascinating. I don't know where he came from. Maybe that's not Tommy. Uh, Dad was in the armed forces. Well, I mean, that's... That's the fun of falling down the rabbit hole, isn't it? Yeah. Even though I plan on the Mad Hatter. Or sure, he's cat. Cheshire? Or caterpillar vaping. <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay, so still talking about writing stuff, but kind of moving on. Um, I'm going to be. I'm sorry. Were you talking more about your project? I'm done. Are you sure? I am sure. Do you have anything else you want to add about your nano project? <clears throat> Are you super excited? What? What? I'm getting it. Like a motherfucker. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> I, I'm going to do fan fiction for Wright-tober. Erotic friend fiction? No, I'm not going to fucking do erotic friend fiction. It might turn out to be that now that, uh, now that you mention it, because. <laughs> A lot of butt action. I don't know if we're going to have butt sex. Now, listen. You know where I'm going with this. 
Yes, I know exactly where you're at now. <laughs> um, okay. So, I believe this was, this was, um, one of the Fridays or Monday, I think it was Monday. I think it was a Monday that I called out because I was dealing with some shit and I could not also deal with work and that shit. So I stayed home and I watched Netflix and I started watching The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Okay. And you're like, what the fuck? I is this started shit? ripping it a new ass <clears throat> because it's. It has potential. And it's only like one season of six episodes. Do you know how many times I've watched it? More than that. More than three. I must have watched it four, five, six times now. Because I have legit questions. Oh yeah, by the way, update. We don't have cable anymore. We'll cut the plug on that. We have Netflix, HBO Max, and Hulu. And we are so happy with Yeah, that. we actually didn't even need to go get movies this weekend. We just turned on what we have. Yeah. It was great. And so anyway, The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell, which is textbook my jam. <clears throat> but it really it really feels like it's, that's how Coke Zero feels about it. Um, <laughs> but it um, it really feels like it's been through a lot of writers' hands. There's um, and it hasn't been renewed for a second season. And honestly, six episodes for one season is kind of low because the premise of this is that it's like um. It's kind of like the Muppet Show for the Tim Burton generation. Right? Yeah. And Christine McConnell, who is not a character, this is her as person, um, has this very horror goth aesthetic. Um, and she already does this Instagram, Patreon thing, and, and does like hardcore crafts. This is not, I took some construction paper and I made a coffin. No, she, like, welds shit and makes mansions out of gingerbread. There's no fucking about. This is legit stuff. So, <laughs> there's a lot of flaws about this and where a lot of the potential could have been tapped. For instance, I'm not entirely sure if this is supposed to be a show-off for her or instructional for everyone else. And I think that kind of got hammered out later on because uh, it... Sorry, my, my eyes are itchy. Um, there was, like, little projects that she would get you through, and then she would go on to, like, oh, by the way, I made this giant thing, you know. So, and then I really liked the characters. But the thing that really got under my skin <coughs> and won't leave me alone is that fucking werewolf. That fucking werewolf, okay? In episode one... All right, and I I listen to this all the time. Whenever I'm feeling down or I'm overexcited about Halloween, which I'm beyond fucking ready for, I cue this up and listen to it. Okay, and that fucking werewolf. All right, she she already knows who this is. Now, in the beginning of the episode, you hear a werewolf howl, and then you kind of see her, you know, listen and look off in the distance. What? Oh, you're listening? Okay. Yeah. Listen and look off in the distance, 
And she's like, I think we're going to have a, you know, a guest or something like that, you know. Yeah. And then here comes this disheveled werewolf who is disoriented, yet she knows his name, grabs him by the hand and brings him in. And I'm like, where is he sleeping, Christine? Where are you putting the werewolf? This is an unanswered question. And also, I'm like, did you have him turn? Did you know Edgar before it was a werewolf? I have questions. And so, just to be cute and funny, Rankel is the Egyptian mummified cat that she found at, like, you know, some whatever, and knew the magic spell to bring him back to life. Okay? Yeah. And in this bullet journal somewhere, I have a tiny little fanfiction of what life was like for Rankel before he got revived. You can be fascinated with that. That's cool. Um, so I'm going to be doing this fan fiction about this show and this fucking werewolf and his mysterious origins because I enjoy it so much. I wish I could improve upon it. I wish I could write season two see, uh, screenplay for it. I wish I could. Go for it. Yeah, I'm totally going to do it, and then I'm not going to show anyone. Okay. Yeah, we've gotten some new uh, interest since, you know, since our new subscriptions. We watched the room where we the documentary of the Action Park. Yeah. <laughs> How fast are they going with that fucking tube? Yeah. Nine Gs. Nine Gs? Nine Gs. So the guy says, I'm listening to people go nine Gs one time. That's what he asked for. Yeah, that's how they train ourselves. So I'm I'm still angsty about writing. Okay. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what the solution is, and I cannot find a good fit. Except I don't want to stop, and I'm upset that nothing will come of it. <coughs> I'm upset. I'm upset. Well, okay. if our listeners can flash some intake, please put some comments in. They probably won't. That'd be great, but they don't. So. I'm still putting it out there. You know what? You can put that out there all you like. It'd be great. I'm, I'm not. So if some feedback to help uh, Maul. Maul. <laughs> the force of evil. You're the force of evil. Oh. <laughs> I have a roster of people you can call. <laughs> this is what I say to those roster of people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will move on to whatever we're going to move on to next. Oh, I have a bone to pick. That's next. Okay. So stop. You're you know, being, that you're was a... Uh, you're being assholes. You know, there... There's a lot of people out there... I don't know. I, I already made a good rant about how I don't understand people are cohesive with them. So I, I don't. I don't. I no. don't understand. This is why I like nature and animals. Because those things follow the laws of physics. They're not about fucking the snow is not going to lie to me. Do you know what I mean? And tell me everything's fine. No, it's not fine. It's snow. So you just need to drive safely. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, my cat is not going to lie to me. He's screaming at me for a purpose, like an infant. 
And I can address that purpose once I figure out what the fuck it is in cat speak. But after almost 20 years, I have an intuitive knowledge of what that old man wants. Now. Oh, she was crying now so I can hear him on the microphone. Right. We've been waiting for him to cry. He's been sleeping this entire time. So, and he's omeletted, so he's alive. So, yeah, I don't, there's, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't get people, and they're terrible people, and people are why we're in this position. No. And don't send me fucked up emails. Okay, now. What's your phone to pick? Holy shit. Mm -hmm. This is my rant. You want to give me a heads up on it before you <laughs> That was your heads up. This is my rant. Does it involve anything with me? No, sir, it does not. Why would I do that to you? I don't know. Why I would know. I wait until hitting record and then rip an asshole? No, no, sir. No. As a matter of fact, this person, no, I no longer work with this person, okay? Okay. This is a common problem okay. that I've had in the past. Now, I'm an INTJ, and some people believe in that and some people don't. It's not goddamn astrology. It's fucking... Young, Carl Young, came up with the... Uh, why, why are you still looking at me with that brow throat? I'm all about INTJ. Yeah, but I forget what it stands for. It's like introverted, intuitive, thinking and judging. Okay. I'm a unicorn. Okay. They're rare. Yeah. INTJ women are rare. There's a whole podcast of women out there, and they go via robots. Mm -hmm. Robot couples. I'm not a very robot. I'm just going to say it's amazing. Okay. So, we're at work. Mm -hmm. Now, when I come in, I just want to get to my desk. Yeah. It's a lot like, you know, <clears throat> when mom would come home and she'd be like, just, just fucking don't bother me for a minute. You know what I mean? Or like when I am, when you're home for the first hour. Just fucking don't bother me. <clears throat> I'm that way when I get to work. Just, Mm -hmm. Don't don't fucking bother mommy, right? Mm -hmm. I I have to sanitize my desk, everything I'm gonna touch. Mm -hmm. I gotta get all my drinks out. Gotta get my cords plugged in. I've gotta open my email. You know, we have our little chat before we start. Mm -hmm. There are things that I need to accomplish, and I like to accomplish them in a certain way for optimum efficiency. Yeah. And if I can't accomplish that because I'm worried about your fucking feelings while I'm trying to do my imperial march, I get it. Okay. Imper the Imperial March is seriously my power song. It is. If you ever want to cheer me up, you play the Imperial March, and it's fantastic. Yes. That that uh, tune of doom, that's my power march. Okay. Now. <clears throat> now. There's these two women. Older women. Mm -hmm. And say they sit somewhere near me okay well one of them was gone one of them was gone for the day i don't fucking know why and you can probably guess i don't care so her her friend was there and i guess because i was in proximity it in her mind i think it fell on my responsibility to somehow entertain her because I'm doing my imperial march to my desk and get my shit done. The don't talk to mommy time has come. Mm -hmm. Right? Drink, cook me. I can't start yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she's like, good morning, whatever. Blah, blah. And I'm just like, hey. Mm -hmm. 
and I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to my how people mask. We'll okay. get to, we'll address that in a moment. Let me go to the bathroom first. So this is when she decides we're going to sit down and start our shift and I get an email from this woman <clears throat> saying, "Have I done anything to offend you?" If I've done anything to offend you, just let me know. I, I'm sorry if I've done anything to offend you. And I just... You're breathing. First of all, I haven't acknowledged her existence in my radar. Yeah. This is not important to me. Now, a million things go through my mind. First was, not this fucking shit again. Because this is the siren call... Of an old, bored woman. <laughs> I'm bored and need to cause some fucking trouble. Did I offend you? Fuck you. How about that? You offended me by asking me that dumb, goddamn high school question. Now, now, I already know this bitch wants trouble. She wants trouble right here in River City, okay? River City, what's that? That's from the music man, goddammit. All right, now, she wants trouble. Right here in River City, okay? And it's not happening. Okay? It's not happening. I already know what this fucking bitch wants. I already know she's bored because her friend is gone, and I didn't feel the, hey, oh my gosh, you're here, space. That's not my fucking job. And I run into this shit all the time because I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. And because I'm a woman, a lot of people expect me to be that way. And I don't deliver. I do not. Know. I'm like I'm like Grubhub. I don't deliver that. Okay. <laughs> you need to store it, please. What? Yeah, I just I throw that greeting out there in front of your general vicinity. Yeah. And if you decide to pick it up, great. If you don't, you need to pick it up with whoever you requested that greeting from. <laughs> now, I already know this is a fucking problem because you had the unmitigated gall to fucking email me that shit. Okay. Yeah. So, of course, I have to, e now, I have to email this bitch mm -hmm. and be all, no, no, it's, of course not, that's just my Monday work face, lol. I have to spend my time making her feel better about my existence, which is horseshit. I'm a big non-apologist. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't like self-depreciating, self-deprecating, however people pronounce that now. Mm -hmm. I do not go for that shit. Just like Hall Notes. I don't go for that. I don't. I don't like it. I didn't think about that for a minute. <laughs> I don't go for that. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't go for that. Now. Now. <laughs> I, I hate that fucking shit. And I don't like apologies. I don't like people apologizing for themselves or who they are. And I, and I don't like to do it. And... I believe I've already had a friendship compromise because I didn't want to have to explain my feelings. Plus, also, there was a shit post that I wasn't involved in that was about something else. But that is a horse of a different color. Okay, that's a different situation. Now, now I had to apologize for my perfectly rational reactions. I had to apologize for my existence. True, true that. I'm getting the finger, folks. Duh, finger true that now she's on my shit list for this that's a pretty big list isn't it 
Oh, truly. It is. It is. It's just like my Facebook block list, which has at least two times as more people that I'm friends with. You should have two lists. The shit list and the real list. There is... The shit list is basically if you're not... If you're not in my inner circle, and it has been trimmed down significantly, my inner circle, I do not accept many people into my inner circle. You should have a shit list for people that you can't stand, and the real shit list people you hate, and the real shit list is the one that goes white after a certain time. They make the safe list? No, they make the real shit list. You know what? I can, I can tell you right now that if you make my shit list oh you've been on the shit list that long you yeah. know what you you actually don't need to be on the shit list that long I know if you warrant the white list yeah. the the shit list what are you looking at constantly over my shoulder what is it I'm just looking at you and you guys are alright okay well it's like there's a ghost back here or something okay see Martin it's not a ghost yet okay <laughs> As of this taping. Now. Your paranoia's already going through you. <laughs> I, am, I am made of a significant amount of paranoia. It is. It is a product of. My paranoia. Which is well over 55% of my com composite makeup. Is both nature and nurture. <laughs> I was genetically predisposed and programmed. Okay. Mm. Now this woman's on my shit list. Mm -hmm. Because I just can't show up. And you're bored because your friend is out. And you decide you're going to make trouble. What a cunt move. But, mm -hmm. so it was with no small satisfaction that she no longer works there. Mm -hmm. Wasn't my desire or demand or design... But I was just like, good, I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. You know, I had the same problems with different people. Uh, when we used to, I used to sit next to her and I had prizes for bingo. <laughs> we, we have, at work, we didn't have it this week, we have bingo every, every... No, it's dead. It's dead, too. Uh, I think, you know, I think it might be coming back, though. Mm -hmm. uh, I never uh, won it anyway. Yeah. We had it once a week. And uh, people, when the prices would come over there and talk for a fucking half an hour, will have to choose. I wanted to get rid of them. Okay. I was being nice the first time. Yeah. But after three, four times, I said, fuck this. I would eat shit that day. And then when the came, time came, I started slowly... <laughs> yeah. Ripping them. Why, did you get emails saying, did I do something to avenge you because you're laying out stinky parts? No. Okay. No, this is, this is a woman, an older woman, committing emotional warfare in the workplace on a younger woman. Mm -hmm. Expecting a certain response because she didn't get what she thought was the socially accepted norm that she was programmed to put out. Hmm. That. That bullshit. Yes, and yes. I have that problem a lot of places. Mm. And and I had this rant early on for a completely different reason. Is people wonder why I am distant or cold or analytical or angry or bitter mm. or paranoid. And it's just like, have you met me? 
do you know shit about me? And so I cannot come in and mind my own business and give a regular old, first of all, we're going through all this fucking garbage and I need to show up fucking pleasing and make you feel better about your day. I'm not your mama. I'm not your mommy. I'm not your nanny. You saying you're not my mama? Mama. Oh. What'd you think I said? Obama. No, no. No. Damn. Anyway. I wasn't being racist. I was just... No, I just miss Obama. Yeah, me too. It makes me sad. I don't feel love, Kamala Harris. Well. Anyway, this is my shit show. <coughs> that was emotional hostage taking. By somebody that should know better and expect better. But because they're an emotional infant, I had to make them feel better about me by pretending to be somebody else. I work super hard on my people masks. Do you know that? Yeah, you do. I have people masks and social chips, and I have to come fully loaded with my social chips you work and my people masks. You work very hard in everything you do, down to not just your, your mask, your people chips. Your food, you take a lot of dedication in everything you do. And it's not appreciated enough. You know, a lot of people would hear people masks and social chips and they would be bothered. Oh, fuck them. Yeah, they're not in my life. But they would be bothered. Normal people would be like, why do you have to put up a false mask? Because of this shit. This is why. I have to present a certain, a, a certain uh, social expectation. I have to speak a certain way. I have to be a certain way. Because otherwise you get emails, did I do something to offend you? Really? That was a southern woman's, like, gauntlet throw. You know that? Yeah. That was a warning. That was a warning. That was a, this bitch is bored. And, and as you can see, it takes me two seconds to get angry about it. I, I can, it took me a long time to learn what that shit was because she doesn't give a fuck. This person as an entity, the kind of person, this is a Karen, the kind of person that sends the did I offend you email. That person doesn't give a fuck what they did to offend you. I hate those fucking people. They don't. They don't give a fuck. You disappointed them, and now they're putting it on you to, you know, now fling the shit. You know, now you have to make people feel better. Now you have to make the situation okay. Because you've done something. You've taken offense to something they've done. And it's actually, it's such a passive-aggressive fuckhead move. No disrespect, no disrespect to those name, who are named Karen that are from Northern I don't people. give a fuck. Show me a Karen that doesn't act like a Karen, and then I'll buy her a coffee. It's great. Okay. 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 Don't send those emails. I swear to God. Okay. Ugh. And you don't. That, that wasn't a... <laughs> I know, that was I know. just... That was a grab the microphone. <laughs> don't fucking do it. 
And I just really felt, I felt separate again. It was like a reminder how not cohesive I am with society. 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 How not cohesive I am with society. And I work really hard to try to get under the radar and be left alone so I don't get, did I do something to offend you, emails? Because that is somebody that knows I'm not cohesive with society. Yeah. And that's a problem. And that just made me think of something that's on my mind, too. Somewhat of a rant as well. I'm all being quick. Hmm. You know, folks. Rant it up. You know, folks, we're dealing with a pandemic here, okay? Yeah. And we just told you our fucking problems with our job. Also, another thing. Yeah. This whole social mask artifice thing. I worked really hard on my friendly smile yeah. to absolutely everybody for not. Okay. Well, let me. Okay. Okay. Me, I just had to get that out yeah. there. I'm just saying we're dealing with a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Tensions are high. Mm-hmm. We're both fucked up in the head. Oh, yeah. Uh, to all those asshole teenagers out there. Oh. If you see me on the fucking sidewalk just having a drink, talking to somebody, don't drive by and just something smart. Oh, yeah. Me. There was a, a rash of bored teenagers that used the cut-through parking lot and decided to yell out. Hey, fat fuck or some dumb some, shit. Some shit. I don't even fucking know what. I This is... Part of the blessing of being stuck in my head is that I, I just don't acknowledge other people. I will actually go out of my way to not acknowledge people. Because somehow it's a fun game to exclude me from things. And, and I don't mean in the Rudolph way. I just mean in the, I heard something, so now I'm scared I'm going to be rude. Mm -hmm. And I will acknowledge it, and then I get the, I wasn't talking to you. It happens a lot. So I just... You really need to work for my attention now. Not in the, you need to work for it. No, I, I just need to be sure that you are not <laughs> fucking around and you're actually talking to me. Yeah, I almost confirmed one kid one time. I'm just like, guys, it ain't worth. Don't be a fucking stupid piece of shit. Just well, look. Let's look, try to move on, okay? Look, these kids yelled out something at you. Yeah. And then kept driving. Yeah. And then you're like, you know, fuck you. You hauled back. Yeah. And and they stopped way ahead. Yeah. And acted like they were going to get out yeah. and talk some shit. Nobody's going to get out and bother you. You're well over six feet tall. Nobody's going to bother you, man. However, you hey, got nervous. Hey, look. That's no matter how big I am. Guns make great equalizers. No, I know. I know. So, A.V., we did a lot of catching up. Mm-hmm. Did we already say we're changing our schedule? Uh, I don't think we did that. We're going to be doing this monthly? We changed it to once a month. And I think we'll probably do, like, an extra one in November mm -hmm. for NaNo. Mm -hmm. So, this is Happy September. Return to the, the Thunderdome. Um, then we'll have in October... Let's try and at least do it for the first weekend of October. Yeah. And then we'll have the first weekend in November starting NaNo. And then maybe we'll do a catch-up episode. I'm not sure, but definitely one in December. So, And then we'll feel it out 
and see what we think. Matilda, you're Mole. You're Amy. Oh, and this was a very long being prophetically multiverse. Bye. Bye.